I was scared to get in the ring with somebody for sure. I was scared to get on stage, you know, in my bikini or my evening gown or answer some random question in front of a crowd of thousand, thousands, you know. And so all of these things really put me in a place to put push myself outside of my comfort zone. But I always knew deep down that there was one fear and one thing that I always wanted to do. And that was saying. Welcome to the Gary Scott Thomas Show. Here's what we know. The podcast with unexpected conversations. Listen each week as we engage in unscripted conversations where we'll be just as surprised as you will be with where the dialogue goes. So join us each week and be privy to the captivating conversations that are sure to ensue. Here's your host, Gary Scott Thomas. Welcome to the latest edition, GarySkyThomas.com. Here's what we know. What I really enjoy doing is finding the busiest people in the world and then finding the most inconvenient time to make them sit down for a half hour. That's what I did with Whitney Miller. <laughs> oh, my God. No, actually, this is perfect timing. <laughs> you know, working because we'll go we'll go into it. Whitney's got a brand new country song out. Yes, her face is familiar. Yes, you know. Yes, you've heard that voice. Uh, but working with your people, like trying to find time. And then I'm like, wow, how busy can she be? And then I started looking you up and doing a little bio search. And I'm like, is there anything you haven't done? <laughs> <laughs> you know, people ask me that and I'm like. I'll have to think, but yes, there are things. I'll find them and I'll try them out. <laughs> I I admire your spirit and the fact that folks, let's just get the elephant out of the room. Miss USA 2012, right there, right out of the room. And then and then you're a wakeboarder. So you're a professional a professional wakeboarder. You got your did you get your black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu? No, I didn't. I'm just a blue belt still. Just but a blue I, belt. I do- yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you toyed with the idea of boxing and uh, MMA? Did you did you get into the ring? I did get into the ring. I went to full fight camp in Thailand and did a full boxing fight camp in Santa Monica and then ended up getting into the ring to actually box. And I've done a bunch of jujitsu tournaments and things like that as well. I'll share this with you. I talked to a buddy of mine uh, who is a uh, professional. He's a sports broadcaster. He voiced the Golden State Warriors, in case you need him. And uh, I asked him, what was the hardest sport to broadcast? And he goes, you know what it is? Boxing. And I said, why? He goes, because the natural inclination when you see someone get hit in the face is to go, oh, my God, he got hit in the face. <laughs> It's so true. I'm like, I can't imagine what it would be like to get hit in the face. I mean, how do you, how do you, that's one of those pain management sports. Not to say that wakeboarding is, I'm sure all those things are. There's no sport that doesn't have an element of pain. But rarely does the sport design to inflict pain on you. That's the key. Right. The whole point is to either hurt someone and try to not get too badly hurt. (laughs) Wow. I I just find this the most fascinating thing as far as 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 where where you go with that and what made you want to do it. I mean, it, you know, we can talk about your childhood and stuff like that and being raised with with your brothers and stuff. I mean, but what made you just want to say, no, I'm I'm all in, y'all. 
It's real for me. It's a challenge. I mean, I my parents have always told me Whitney's going to do what Whitney's going to do. Right? Someone will tell me go try or don't try this. I've already done it, and I'm the type of person that wants to know what that's like. I want to taste it. I want to feel it. I want to hear it. I I want to know for myself. And when I was Miss United States, I was handing my crown over, and a lot of the people at that time think, okay, now it's time to get married and have babies. And I just wasn't at that point in my life. I wasn't ready for that, and so I wanted the next challenge. And I thought the way that I could challenge myself the most um, and challenge other people to kind of think outside the box of what a beauty pageant winner can do or should do is uh, go into fighting. And it's a crazy, crazy idea. I look back thinking like, wow, what a nutcase. But <laughs> but overall, we're not judging here, Whitney. We're not judging. All right, good. We're in a safe space here. <laughs> I I still can't make it. What did the what what was it like the first time you truly got punched? I mean, punched. So I remember that because I was punched a few times. You know, getting used to it, getting used to something coming to your like hitting in your face without blinking. That's another way of training. But I was in a sparring session with this long. She's long and tanky, and she was lanky and she was a southpaw so she had the uh, unorthodox unorthodox stance and she hit me with a hook straight to the face and that was the first time I thought I was going to go down I thought I was about to get knocked out everything was just stopped for a second and I had to really figure out what I was about to do and um and I still stood up and kept going because that's it you can, you don't have time to think about what to do next it's you get hit you take a deep breath and you keep going otherwise it's going to happen again and it's going to hurt a heck of a lot worse the second time around you know there is the option to quit I mean I'm just throwing that out there yeah that, that, I, trust me I've, I've I've bought that option plenty of times no no I'm out peace out I'm done thanks this oh, has been know. lovely I know. Right? High five. I'm good here. Let's yeah. go have lunch. <laughs> well, yeah, we've done this whole boxing thing. That's kind of fun. Uh, that's a that's a hoot. We're going to go down that. And then, because again, we're going to get back into the, the reason we're talking to Whitney is because she's got a brand new album, brand new song. Has the video been released? Because I can't find it. I, I found the behind the scenes video, but I haven't yeah. seen the video. The video has not been released yet. We're working on like some partners for that. But in the next, I think, two weeks tops is when it'll be out. And it's it's done. It's ready to go. It's just, you know, some of the back end stuff you got to go through to for promotions and yada, yada that I'm still learning. Uh, but two weeks tops. I mean, I am a very... Um, an, an impatient person and I can't, I cannot wait for this. I'm chomping at the bit. I need to get it out there. It's time. <laughs> well, just watch the behind the scene video is fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I it's it's sequins and rhinestone uncomfortable because it looks like it's uncomfortable. Yes. I will. <laughs> I will be the first to tell you that. Yes, they're uncomfortable, but Gary, they're cute. <laughs> And they sparkle. <laughs> Hold on, let me write that down. They're uncomfortable, yes. but they're cute. I, yes. I, I, I think it's so much fun. I think the song is fun. It's called Diamond Country. And this is where the sparklies come in and stuff like that. I, you know, I want to say I was surprised that you were a singer until I started doing my research on you. And then, like I said, there's nothing you could do if you came in and told me you were going to start astronaut training next week. Anybody <laughs> who knows you, anybody who has any inkling of you would go, okay, 
All right. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Hell, why wouldn't yeah, she do that? Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what was it about? Is singing something that's always been a passion? Because you have a lovely voice. I enjoy it. I My favorite song uh, on what you released, I love Let's Do It Wrong. Because Ooh, anything, yeah. that, anything that grabs my attention by, wait, let's do it wrong. And then to hear it just be a slow torch burn. I mean, I... I enjoyed the heck out of that. Where Thank where did you. the passion come from? And did you sing all the way through high school? And and we'll get into the pageants too. Was that one of your talents? No, honestly. So plot twist here. Singing was always my biggest fear. Like, I'm telling you, I was petrified to sing because someone told me when I was 10 that I couldn't sing. And, and maybe at that point, I couldn't sing. I was a 10-year-old but jumping around the living room or whatever. And I was told I couldn't sing. And I really took that to heart and I internalized it and, and didn't allow myself to sing ever. I was so scared. My biggest fear was someone catching me singing or hearing, hearing me sing. When someone would ask me to sing, it was either I would completely shut down or I'd start crying. It was a ridiculous amount of fear surrounding it. So I would always sing by myself and I would always sing in the shower. And this was always something I wanted to do. This was my, my biggest dream, which I think, you know, is one of the reasons why I tried to do all of these other things, which I see as very big accomplishments in my life. But I think I was trying to scratch an itch that I couldn't scratch without actually putting myself on stage with a microphone and singing. Um, and finally I just realized you have this one life to live and you have to go for it. And I'm not about to live another day, keeping myself living in this fear and not sing and not live my, my truest, my truest self and exactly what I want to be doing. And so I finally said yes to it. And it's still something I have to work through. It's still, those, those fears still come up that maybe I'm not good enough and maybe people don't like the way I sound and, and all of those voices in my head that I still have to tangle with. But I can say that it's been the most freeing thing that I've ever done to really say, okay, let's go. We're going to, we're going to go after this fully 100%. Was this one of the only cases of where you had a fear like this? I mean, because, because really, so, so all the other stuff was trying to fight this fear. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, you know, being able to look back at it, I was, there was plenty of other things that I was scared of doing, right? I was scared to get in the ring with somebody for sure. I was scared to get on stage, you know, in my bikini or my evening gown or answer some random question in front of a crowd of thousand, thousands, you know? And so all of these things really put me in a place to put push myself outside of my comfort zone. But I always knew deep down that there was one fear and one thing that I always wanted to do. And that was sing. Wow. That's, that's crazy. I mean, I, I don't know. Yours may be the only story I've ever heard like that. I mean, and honestly, you know, I've been, I've been talking to country music singers for a long time and most of them had that passion or maybe they didn't have a belief in themselves, but they still sang in church. They still sang on that, but they didn't go, they didn't go try to find a way to fight the fear the way you did. That's, that's absolutely riveting. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's, it's now I'm at a point to where I can't say no to it anymore. I have the blinders on so much that because I kept myself from doing the one thing I always wanted to do and was trying to run from it so hard, I know what that feels like. I know what living that way feels like. And I I don't feel I don't think that's living fully. I wasn't fully living 
me. I wasn't doing me. And, and Whitney, myself, I'm not doing that anymore. Absolutely not. I'm not going back to that, to that little girl who believed that she shouldn't be up there, that her voice wasn't good enough or that she didn't have the, whatever it was to get up there anymore. I think that little girl disappeared a long time ago. I don't know if there's a news flash. Yeah, but I think you know how to talk to her. There's, I, th- I think you're totally 100% good on that. Uh, I, I, is that why the tears at the end of the video, you know, when you have, when you guys rap, is that why it is? Because you just felt like you pushed through a wall? I pushed through a wall and doing that video was very challenging. It was very physically um, challenging, mentally, emotionally. I mean, we were, we did two back-to-back 13-hour days in the Texas heat with no AC. I was dancing the entire time. Um, and and thankfully, you know, going through fight camp, it kind of helped me be like, all right, another round, get up there. All right, another round, get up there. Um, but yeah, towards the end when it was the final shot and he said, all right, cut, it just hit me that I'm I'm here doing it. I'm living the dream that I prevented myself from doing my entire life. And it's all coming together in this one moment. And so it was just, I just broke down in tears and was just so thankful, one, to myself that I was doing it, but also to everybody that had a part in this and everybody who was there with me. And it was a very emotional, emotional you know, space to be in. Cause you saw all, a lot of my friends there, they were in tears, even the extras that were there performing with me and cheering me on as a part of it, they were there cheering. Some of them were in tears. It was like the energy in there was wild. Couldn't you guys find a place with air conditioning for goodness sakes? I mean, what the, <laughs> what the hell? I mean, right? Why does it have to be a, a ghost town in Texas? Because it was perfect, you know? It was perfect. I'm like, everyone, suck it up. <laughs> yeah, because those are just the kind of bars you're going to go in and find a woman in, 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 in uh, rhinestones and sparklies. But yeah, exactly. how much <laughs> the video process, because I've, I've known a lot of singers, and I, I'm like, you know, Jason Aldean, I talked to him a couple of months ago, and he was like, you know what I love? I love them in the fact of my career. I don't have to do anything except be the singer. I don't have to act. I don't have to be a part of it. I just, but then there's some people who are great. I don't know if you about Lainey Wilson, I think is amazing, amazing actress when it comes to being a singer. Uh, but you know, it, I would imagine this would appeal not only to your skill set, but the fact that is that it's scary. Exactly. You know what I mean? Very scary very scary and it's it's always changing there's no one right way to do it you have to kind of forge your own path and and really in the music industry so many people are going to tell you to do it this way or do it this way or don't do that or don't be this be more like this and throughout you know going through all the different experiences in my life i already had to do that i've had tons of practice in trying to forge my own path and all of those lessons are coming in handy a hell of a lot right now, which is which is is so nice. Well, that's the beautiful thing about music today, right? Because the truth of it is, as little as 10, 12 years ago, you went to Nashville and they told you what you needed to say out sound like. You know, especially 15, 20 years ago. Here's your shirt. This is what you'll be wearing, you know, and this is the way we'll do your hair. Uh, and now it's all about, well, what are you bringing to the party? What is it that you're bringing? What's your thought? What's your outlet that's going to go and yeah i i said i enjoy the songs but i'm telling you you're 
your wheelhouse, you can do you can do tempo, which is great. Your tempo is great, but I think the parts that people love about the album is is the torch songs. It's the songs where where you bring it down, and and I, I just think that's a I think that's a real good area for you right there. Thank you. I'm excited about opening up to that area even more. I mean, Do It Wrong is one of the most vulnerable songs that I've written. And it comes from a, I, I don't really, I haven't talked about it publicly, but I sat down with an ex of mine and I had one inkling of a thought of what if we had one more night? You know, what if, what would that be? And I, I we didn't, that was not even a conversation that we had. But it was something that was in my head. And so I was like, people are thinking this. People go through that. Why do we shy away from so many of these emotions or thoughts or feelings and stuff them away and say, oh, no, we can't think about that or that's not good. Maybe acting out on it isn't good. I agree with that. But that doesn't mean that we can't put it into something into into art and put it into a song. And that's what Do It Wrong was. And, you know, coming up in the next in the next few months, in the beginning of next year, I, I do that. I open up like Whitney completely. I would take my journal, things that I would never want anyone to read. Because I know you never wanted to read anybody else's journals. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm thinking? Was that Aubrey? Was that Aubrey? I'm, not, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm floating that balloon just between you and me. There you go. <laughs> Too funny. (laughs) But I would take my journal and say like, okay, you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm thinking. This is where my heart has been, you know, and, and we'd sit down and write a song based on that. So this is going to be a very big peek into, into who I am and into my heart. Hopefully it gives other people the permission to feel okay when they feel something similar. Well, it's the old George Jones definition of country music. It's honesty. If, if it's honesty, you know, and again, whether whether the events happened, but this is the way I felt about them, or this is the way I feel about them, right? right. Uh, I, 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 we're we're going through this thing of breakup songs right now in country music. Guys, breakup songs, right? And and they're all very nice, and there's no blame on anybody. But my whole purpose about the breakup song is this is a song in reality, in the reality of breaking up. These are all wonderful sentiments and they should all stay in your head. They should, they should be, there should be a conversation you have in your head that you don't bring her or him into it. That Mm -hmm. this is just, you know, and how you deal with it. And again, it's being as vulnerable as you, as you can with yourself. And I think that's where we as humans, when you, we share our stories, that's what I believe. When we share our stories, we unlock the essence of being alive. When we do that, then people buy in and, and they buy in because we all relate. And that's, you know, I don't have anything to relate to you. I, I'm not your age. I've never been to the beauty pageant. I will never let anybody hit me on purpose. And I can't <laughs> sing even that much, but I can relate to the emotions. I can relate right. to that story of, yeah, what if we, boy, that'd be a bad idea on so many levels. Exactly. And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, we're all we're all our own walks of life. We come from different backgrounds. Maybe we don't even do the same thing or speak the same language, but exactly as you said is we all feel the same thing. Sure, it's relative. It might show up in different ways, but deep down, we all know what a heartbreak feels like. We all know what joy feels like. 
We all know that and it may show up differently for each one of us, but it's there. And so for me, my goal is, you know, I've always been a very open person um, throughout my entire life. And that's what I plan to bring into, into music. Quick break, coming back with Whitney Miller. There's more we have to talk about. Stick around. So I want to tell you about our new sponsor, The Gym Guys. I have been working out with them for over a year now. It all started with a pandemic and there was no place to go. The gyms were closed, all that kind of stuff. I found The Gym Guys because they come to you. The commute is theirs. Isn't that one of the worst parts working out? Is You have to factor in the commute time. Not with The Gym Guys. And it's more motivating. It's one thing to say, I'm going to work out today. It's another thing if you know, like, I have Luciana coming over today at 11.15. I got to be ready for it. And And then they change the workouts up for you. They give you an app. So when you're working out on your own, you know how to do it right and what you're trying to do. And they also give you access to a nutritionist. It's all there for you. You can take it as, you know, if you're just starting your journey or maybe you want to take your journey to the next level. Maybe we've got a contest on how you can win 100 free sessions with your friends and coworkers. It's at TheBiggestMover.com, TheBiggestMover.com. But you'll find the gym guys on the web, G-Y-M-G-U-Y-Z. So, can I ask you, and I know you have talked about this for ad nauseum, and, and, and I want to ask you to go deep on it. But how hard is pageantry? I mean, because we because we don't see it, right? Only thing we see it's like it's like music videos. Only thing we're going to see is three minutes and ten seconds of everybody being fabulous and hitting all the right moves. They're not going to see the time you slammed your knee into a bar stool. They're not going to see the the person who fell over or the camera that wasn't filming when you got the perfect take. They're not going to see all of that. What's the part we don't see? You, yeah, like you said, you only see the tip of the iceberg. And I think there's this, this kind of, I don't know, thought around pageantry that people just hop up there on stage and a pretty dress and that's all it is. But there's so much training that goes into that just few minutes on the stage. So, I mean, people have all kinds of different interview coaches, walking coaches, you know, you have your stylist, you have your interview coach, which is, which is really come in handy for me because I really enjoy doing interviews. Um, but most of the time your, your energy and your resources, if you're, if it's not fully within pageantry, you're not going to win. It's like being in a sport. So think about how often you have to train if you're a soccer player, if you're a football player. It's very similar to to pageants as well. Wow. Walking coach. Which is wild, right? Do you know, those are two words I never thought I would hear in my lifetime. That I, I have a walking coach. I mean, oh my gosh. you know, you might have heard, you might have a therapist, but you know, a walking coach and it makes total sense. It makes total sense. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I love that answer is because I, I can guarantee you 90% of this audience has never heard of a walking coach, much less right. an interview coach. Right. Right. And I, at the time I had no idea what that was either. And let me tell you, I was kind of the, the black sheep of the family. They they did their very best to get me with all of the coaches. And I kept saying, no, I don't, I don't want that. I, I went to a few coaching things because um, I wanted to understand exactly what I needed to do. But at the end of the day, I didn't want them to try to mold me into something that I wasn't. That was super important to me. So as you can imagine, in that industry, it was a little bit of a love-hate relationship with me. <laughs> I can, because you are so fiercely independent. And again, I urge you to go look up Whitney Miller and don't confuse her with the chef. That's, that's, there's a, there's a chef, Whitney Miller. And yeah, don't, uh, but it's, it's, it, 
to seeing and getting to know you as little as I have right now, to the, what was the year of being Miss USA like? Because you're under contract and they want you to do this and they want you to do that. Maybe that was another lesson for you to learn, huh? Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, um, we were constantly traveling. We had all kinds of photo shoots and charity events. And, you know, you had to be here. You didn't have much of a life. It was more so your life was being Miss United States and and going anywhere and everywhere they wanted you to go. And so that was a big, that was a big lesson. And I was maybe, I guess, 22 or 23 at the time. And it helped me grow up pretty fast. I'll tell you that much. So I think a lot of good came out of that time. Uh, but I was also very excited to when that year was over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was going to let you touch on that. I'm not going to have any comments on it. I just, because you have, you know, again, if you're, if you're Miss United States, I'm talking about the organization, right? I mean, you have an image and stuff like that. So they want you to look a certain way and walk and talk a certain way. But the thing I learned about you of within 10 minutes of just, you know, deep diving on you is you are your own person and you have your own thought and you have, you remind me of Shania Twain in this way. Shania Twain knew what she wanted to see. She knew how she wanted to be seen. Right. And she was always aware of it. And, and your videos, I could see it getting to that. You know, I don't know if you saw that documentary with Shania. Of course. Yeah. Right. So she would hire people to film it and then send her the film because Mm -hmm. she was going to edit it because she knew how she wanted to be seen. And just watching that, I'm like, that's where you're going. You know, watching, watching the video for, uh, for uh, diamond country. I was like, okay, I can see you going in there because I can't imagine you not wanting as much control over that, especially with the back with, with the background of being Miss USA, where they control how you appear, look, and everything else. It seems like that's just a natural progression for you. Yeah, I, I I hope so, and I think so. And you know, even with Diamond Country, I was very much so a part of how I wanted the lighting, where I wanted to shoot it, how the editing was going to go. I was sending them by the second certain things that I didn't want in there, how I wanted this, where I wanted this. And so I was very much so involved in that. And even as I write these new songs that are coming out, um, I already envision what the music video looks like. And I have, I'm a very visual person. Even when I'm writing, I go into a writing room and I, I see it as almost a movie. So it's like, I'm watching the music video as I'm writing the song. Um, and then I, and then I, you know, put the music video together, kind of like we did with Diamond Country, but these next few songs that I have coming out are going to have some really powerful music videos to go along with them. I bet they will. What is the songwriting process like for you? I mean, you just said you see it almost before you feel it. And I love asking that. I talk to songwriters all the time. I just had Nicole Gallion on. And and I just, when you sit back and go, I'm always intrigued, does the tempo come first? Do the words come first? I mean, have you flipped it? Have you ever written a slow song you turn fast or vice versa? Mm, for me, it's usually an idea comes to mind and whether it's a word or kind of a vibe of a story that I want to go with. Um, and then I see it visually, like it's almost like a mind movie plays out. And so if I'm watching a movie of this certain circumstance that happened to me, 
it'll like play out for me. And then that's, I just start kind of like talking it through. Melody comes pretty easily for me. Um, and so if I have a lyricist in there with me or someone who can, you know, make a track that goes hand in hand with each other and we just kind of build it from there. But at the end of the day, it's about, I try to really anchor into how it makes me feel and is, are the lyrics being as authentic to who I am as possible? Would I really say that? Would I really want to sing that way? Would I really feel that way? If not, I'm not putting the lyric in there. And if even, even down to the melody, if the melody doesn't create a sense of the same feeling that I want, then I'll change the melody of it. I just want it to really encompass who I am. And so when I say you get a, you get a sense of my heart in this, you really do because I'm stripping it away to make sure it feels authentic. Everything feels authentic to who Whitney is. I think we've established you like difficult things where you, uh, <laughs> Were you ready for how difficult being in a recording studio is and how, I mean, because, you know, again, name dropping, I've known a lot of people and they're like, you know, when you're recording, that's all you're doing. That's, and whether it's two days, four days, three weeks, it's all you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's fully consuming and not even just what you're doing, but mentally, emotionally, everything goes into it. And remember I was terrified to sing. So me going in and and singing in this high pressure environment, making sure I'm doing the best that I possibly can, knowing we have X amount of time, knowing it's costing money, this whole, like, I hope we don't have to come back in here and do it again. So there was so much pressure I was putting on myself through that. I'm getting better at it now, thankfully. But that first time I went in there, I was about to pass out. (laughs) It is it is all encompassing and and I my time with you I know is running short I know you're so busy but uh have you enjoyed the podcast world I mean listen you know her podcast is she's going to show you the real her I mean Whitney does not hide anything on on when it comes to her podcast uh are you enjoying it and where did you get the courage to go down that path so yeah, I'm, you know, we're not doing the podcast anymore. We had it for a couple of years. I have my co-host, Dr. Wednesday Martin, um, who's a social scientist on female sexuality. And I just, you know, I'm the type of person who just wants to have open, honest conversations. And I feel like particularly when it comes to love and relationships, there's so many topics that are taboo when maybe we should have a different conversation surrounding that. And maybe there should be more education surrounding all of that. And so we brought on a lot of different scientists and doctors and experts in the field and everything in between to just have a conversation about it, whether I believe in it or not. I just wanted to know how what makes people tick, what is the other side of the coin? What's a different perspective? And and it was so much fun. We had a really good time uh, with that podcast. That's why I was fascinated by you. Because like I said, you you fight fear by trying to be fearless. And I find that I find that fascinating. I find it Thank interesting. You. And the Thank fact you. that you will go down this path and I I I I honestly think you have a really good shot at this. Wow. You know, Thank you. That, I appreciate that every you've got all you've got all the tools. You know, now we using them, Gary. I know. Now we take all the ingredients and we throw them in a room and we see what happens. But but you, you've got everything there, Whitney Miller. (laughs) I am so excited, and I look forward to doing this again because I don't think you're going away. 
Great. I love it. I can't wait to sit back down and talk to you again as well. I'm sure we'll have many more topics to chat about. (laughs) I can't find out what you've done in the few months that'll pass between now and then. It'll be like, well, I drove an Indy 500 car and then I... I would love to do that. So if there's anyone out there that... (laughs) You know what? I'll make a list of things you can try to do. All right? I mean, you know, punt in an NFL game. I'm going to make a list of things you can do. You know what? Don't threaten me with a good time. I'm ready. Thanks for joining us this week. If you love this episode, please subscribe, download a few more episodes, and please leave a review. Reviews really help us get this out to more people like you. Also, we'd love to hear what your favorite part was. Be sure to join us on social media to engage in even more unexpected conversations. Until next time.